Welcome to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs GSD, the number one podcast for aesthetic and beauty business owners who want to get stuff done and become the entrepreneurs the world needs them to be. Many of you out there are uncertain, overwhelmed, and confused about this thing called business. Where there's uncertainty, we give you comfort. Where there's overwhelm, we create calm. Where there's confusion, we provide clarity. Hi guys, so welcome to episode 5 of uh, the podcasting series. Welcome to Aesthetic Entrepreneurs, GSD, Getting Stuff Done. Um, it's been an amazing journey uh, so far on these podcasts. I hope you're all getting value. Um, wasn't the one with Jason absolutely astonishing? Um, so much value, so much insight, uh, passion, enthusiasm for his subject. And again, I hope you... You took some key um, lessons from that. Again, talking about the the power of of selling yourself. Um, one thing I always or take away from that podcast with, with Jason was he said the quickest way to uh, increase your caf- cash flow with the least amount of income or was to, is to leverage and leverage the most important asset in your business, which is you. Leverage that story, leverage that insight, leverage that philosophy, leverage your culture, leverage goal, plan, all of the elements that we talk about in our world relate directly to what Jason does as well. So, you know, if you're following these, our methodologies and our processes, then you've got to be on the right track. You're going to be on the right track. So this week, what I want to talk to you about is our, our business types. Now... You're sitting there thinking, well, that sounds like a thrillingly dry subject after all of the excitement from last week. How are you going to follow that one up? Well, I shall follow it up like this. Is if you want to grow and develop your business, there's a couple of things that you need to do. One is you know where you are. Second thing is know where you are going. And then you can look at what happens in between, which is plan, culture, opportunity, etc., 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 now, where are we? Now, looking at business development, um, I have narrowed the market down into five different business types. And um, what we're going to do is going to talk about each different type, uh, the characteristics of them. And I think give you a bit of an idea as to which one that you're in. But then also you can look at the pros and cons of becoming a different business type and growing a different business type. So the business types that we've defined are starts off with a, a boutique business, then goes to a lifestyle business, then to a performance business, then a high performance business, and then to what we call a corporate or a chain or a knowledge business. So I will go through each one of those and then you can see which one you're at. So she starts off with a boutique business. Now, a boutique is, um, if you think about it, it's like, you know, an ascending model is it's, it's the first step. Now, boutique is you could be working from a home clinic more often than not are. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a bit of a hobby. Um, you've got very low overheads. You're pretty much paying out on product. 
um, very few systems in place, probably no machinery. It's all, and you're treating kind of friends, family, friends of friends. It, it's it's a very early stage of emerging business. Um, you know, different work, different uh, sectors. You could call it startup. You could call it emerging. It, you know, for this for the aesthetic and beauty market, I like to call them boutique um, because I think that's exactly what they are. And um, there's nothing wrong with being or remaining a boutique business. It's the lowest amount of risk. You've got the lowest overheads. It's the simplest business model you'll ever have. You can get away with being a sole trader. Um, you're probably under the VAT threshold, so you don't need to worry about any of that. Um, it's, you know, there's a lot of pros for being and remaining a boutique business. But if you want to move up the ladder, and sometimes just generally a boutique business gets more and more successful, and you've got footfall coming through your house, it's starting to impact on the family life, you know, kids coming back from school, and you know, you've got, you just, you just got busier. So you might want to take to a different, go and work in a couple of salons, or you decide that you're actually, you know what, you're going to get out of your clinic, out of your house, and you're going to set up your own small independent business. And that, for me, is the first step into lifestyle. And it becomes lifestyle because you've got a few, you've got overheads all of a sudden. So now you've got rent. Um, you've now got um, different type of insurance because you're now in a premises. So you, things have got a little bit more serious. Not much, maybe a little bit more serious. You're busier, so you've got accounts with different companies. Your insurance may well have changed. You're now going out to work, so you're out of the house. So that's got its own different dynamic as well. And your marketing will have to change as well. Everything's starting to grow up a little bit. You're maybe watching the money a little bit more carefully now. Um, but it's still funding your lifestyle. So you've possibly got an income coming from somewhere else. You might be having another job. It may well still be part-time. But it's still very much basic funding your lifestyle. And again... This is another low, relatively low level of complexity. You might want to be starting a limited company at this point, and things are things are okay. They're manageable. Um, then after that, you may well decide, you know what? No, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to push it a little bit more, and you start to scale, and you introduce more treatments. You diversify. You maybe start to invest in a bit of capital equipment. Your marketing starts to become slightly more sophisticated. You get. You turn over your client base because your prices suddenly start to go up and because your overheads are increasing. So all of these things then lead you down a route of a performance business because a performance between a performance business and lifestyle for me is down to basically you've got staff and liabilities. You have the business must perform in order to pay its way. It must perform. You've got targets. You've got something that you need to hit every month in order to hit those numbers. And um, it becomes more challenging. Now, just as a kind of pause here, because those three steps are actually you can get relatively quickly. So you can go from a boutique to a performance business quite quickly, you know, 12 to 18 months, if you really put the effort and the graft in. Um, if you do a lot of the, the background exercises, looking at your target market, looking at who you are, what you're offering, what the challenges of your clients are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and really put the work in, you can go through those gears. Um, a few businesses take the step between lifestyle and performance too early. I think one of the key factors in move, making that transition is process and automation and making sure that it's as slick as you can get. 
Um, otherwise, what you end up doing is just replicating challenges and growing too quickly. Delegation, getting rid of all the stuff that you don't want to do, all of those elements you can do as a lifestyle business and set the framework and uh, foundations for a really successful performance business that essentially outperforms itself, where you've got automated processes, you've digitized part of your business, you've got online shop, there's lots of different levers that you can pull, so it generates revenue without you having to be in there. One of the big things I see, one of the big mistakes I see a lot of people make is growing, going to a performance business without much of a plan. Um, it doesn't happen quite so much now in this kind of economic climate, but very early on in aesthetics, you could grow a performance business purely by accident because it was a kind of a greenfield market, as they call There weren't that many practitioners in there. Um, and also different personality types tend to grow different types of businesses in different ways. So, for example, there's a lot of, you know, introverts is a quite a, a dominant um, personality type and nurturers as well, quite a dominant personality type in, in this market. And they tend to be quite cautious, quite careful, um, build businesses gradually and quite slowly over time. But they tend to be, you know, well run, but not massively exciting. The, 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 no, the, the passion is there, but they need someone to bring out all of the energy and enthusiasm and excitement and make it kind of really pop. Um, and then on the flip side of that, you've got the kind of the extrovert business, which has all of the excitement and energy and enthusiasm and the pop, but none of the structure. Um, when you go and look at the websites from different businesses, you can see, you know, some are set, they're very ordered and structured and, you know, here are the products and everything's there. Um, but again, lacks a little bit of flair. And then you've got some businesses where it's just like fantastic splashes of colour and it's, the website's amazing, but in its, you're struggling to find out what it is they actually do and how you can buy anything from them. So, you know, two different types of businesses, very different philosophies and, and feels to them. Um, and they both have their, you know, strengths and weaknesses, of course. So, so the step between, you know, lifestyle and, and performance is something that needs to be planned, measured and yeah, mapped out um, in, in, in detail, I believe, in absolute detail. Not enough to kind of, you know, bore you to death, but you need to have a plan. And then after the, after the uh, performance business, you have high performance business. And a high performance business is something that it's on a, I call it like a bit of a war footing in a sense. It's geared. Um, so you've got a, more than likely there's a clinic manager in there, there's a business manager in there, someone who's, you know, your accountant, uh, literally, you know, lives next door. The business is focused, um, and it's, and it's churning. It's, it's making money. Um, because the, the logical next step for that is, uh, to replicate the business. So, you know, you're creating a regional chain to try and exit and sell. Or you can continue to work that business for as you know for years, provided you've got the processes in place and the formulas in place, so you don't have to be in it. So you can take the step out because if you get to that point, you don't want to be painting yourself into a corner. Um, you know, at at, at forty six years old, do I have a desire uh, to you know to run a to run a performance business? I do actually, but I have the structure. Um, and the thought processes to be able to do it um, and also because my business is essentially digital um, I can do it with, without it having to really affect lifestyle so much so 
my business essentially is, is a performance business with a kind of a lifestyle heart to it, if you see what I mean. Um, whereas, and because I have digitized a large part of my business, um, you're listening to one element of it, you, the, the platforms and the, the educational program, that's all online as well. And yeah, the business still requires me, but because what we have done is essentially created digital versions of me, I call me, you know, I've cloned myself and there is a, currently there is a digital me reading, uh, educating someone on Launchpad. There's someone doing it on another program that we've got called Platinum. So I've, I have done all of that. Now, that's for me, is a part of basically a lot, a knowledge business at, at where we're working. So you can move up and you can do the corporate chain or you can maybe try and exit um, or pass it on to someone else and you know, sell it to a management buyout. There's lots of different ways that you can try and exit. But the other way you can do is go down the knowledge business route, which is effectively everything that you have learned from boutique right the way through to high performance you could commercialise that information, you commercialise that knowledge. And essentially, you can do what I am currently doing, which is taking all of that insight, and you can put it online, and other people who are on the same journey as you, but a couple of steps behind, will pay you for you to get for your insight and your education and your knowledge. And all of that can be digitised and um, commercialised. You could also start to introduce online elements for your own uh patients your own clients this is all the stuff that we talked about you know with uh, jason on the uh uh podcast um with 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 jason greystone so you know it's just thinking a little bit differently about how your business is structured and how you want it to be and how you want it to grow and for me the easiest way is you start off knowing what you are and then it's taking the steps to make sure that when you're comfortable with where the business is going to go um, you don't have to gamble now. You don't have to say, right, you know, I'm going to have a high performance business. And then when you get to lifestyle, you're like, you know what? I'm quite comfortable with this. Absolutely no shame in that at all. As I said, many, many people have broken themselves trying to create a business that actually doesn't fit their personality. Um, it's not really what they want. I am a fan of time. So, you know, creating a business that enables me to effectively spend time doing what I like to do. I'm blessed that I can go for a, an hour and a half walk in the morning um, and take in, you know, take in some nature. Need to do that every day. Um, and but I remember a time when as a sales rep, I couldn't do that. Um, I was run, I was just had the energy, obviously. But I had a young family sleeping on in laybys on the side of the road in the car. Clearly, I didn't just you know not sleeping down by the side of the road. But you know, you're driving you know thirty five thousand miles a year uh, with a young family and a you know a child who you know was up at night. Then you needed to get some sleep where you needed to get some sleep. And now at the other end of that, I'm privileged that I have the opportunity and time to be able to take walks, to be able to take calls when I need to, to be able to help and support other people on their journey and commercialise the experience that I have built over the last sort of 40 years. Uh, yeah, because I'm including the, the lessons that I learned as a child in the, the whole life story um, as part of my knowledge business, my uh, coaching and development business. And you can do exactly the same thing. So yeah, so it comes down to what sort of business you have. Now also, the other element around this is once you know what type of business that you have, 
then we know what type of clients you're going to attract. And one thing is do not be, don't be ashamed of it. Don't be uh, ashamed of having a, a boutique business and um, then trying to, don't, don't do a boutique business and then try and sell a lifestyle business or even worse, try and sell it as a performance business. People will see through it immediately and um, it, it's, it's, it's a very, very easy way to break trust. Just think of a hotel, and this happens, Hotel in Gibraltar, okay? So I was there for a, a reunion with some of the guys from HMS Montrose. Uh, we try and meet up once a year. I, I haven't actually been met up with them for a couple of years, but we try and meet up. Now, here's a strange one for you. You might have just noticed there was a bit of a gap um, in the podcast. Everything got a little bit weird. And um, the reason is my phone just rang. Now, I'm doing podcasting off my mobile. Um, I had an elaborate podcasting setup, and it was fantastic. And then I asked, uh, actually, Jason it was, who I asked uh, how he did his podcast, and he just said he does them off his phone, um, which surprised the hell out of me, frankly. Um, so, um, yeah, my phone just rang, and on the other end of it was a client who has literally just quit her job because of the information and the confidence that she got from the podcast, from the uh, webinar that we did uh, with Jason. How amazing is that? Talk about inspiring someone to change their life. So um, congratulations and well done to all of you who've just literally just decided you're going to become full time entrepreneurs, quit your job um, and back yourself um, to achieve. Fantastic. Well done. Love it. So anyway, back to um, back to the point, talking about um, clients. Um, when you um, when you get the right messages, you get the right clients, you resonate with the right people. And, you know, this is important because this is your business. Right. And who wants to spend your time dealing with clients who you don't really know, like or, or trust um, who aren't on the same wavelength? You know, not like the, the client who literally just rang up just a sec, just a second ago um, to, to give me that, you know, wonderful news that uh, that she'd taken that big step forward. So that's fantastic. Taking me back a little bit. But what can you do? So, um, yeah. So the, uh, the purpose of this of this talk is, yeah, it's looking at, you know, business types, uh, client types, um, but giving you the confidence to try and help you to see that everybody is communicating in the same way everybody's choosing to talk in the same way and you have the opportunity to totally disrupt your local market um, by setting your goals properly creating a correct plan by setting a culture by attracting the right community by knowing how to help them solve those problems and realize the opportunity and ultimately end of it all they pay you for it. And you do that over and over and over again. And eventually the boutique business you have will become a lifestyle business and things will turn over a little bit. Your clients will change. Things will adjust. The business will change. Your overheads will increase, but your profitability will increase as well. And then you do it again and again and again. And then it steps into into uh, performance and so on and so on and so on. Now, one of the key things, and this is why kind of groups like aesthetic entrepreneurs and programs um, 
that we have are powerful is because there's one thing that you cannot get from books, from podcasts, from videos, from YouTube, from all the self-help information in the world. There's one thing that you cannot get, and that is discipline, self-discipline. The key to growth is focus, consistency and discipline. Those are the three things. And unfortunately, they're also the three things that we don't have an awful lot of. Um, you know, this stuff is not complicated, right? So if you want to lose weight, you move more, you eat less. We know how to do it. We know what we need to do. The challenge is, is the discipline of getting up and going out for that walk or getting off the sofa and going to the gym and the, the discipline of not eating that piece of chocolate. Um, you know, we want to make money. We have to say, spend less than we earn. We know what to do. The challenge is not buying that thing, not doing that thing that costs the money. That's one of the challenges. And, you know, growing your business is the focus. Yeah, let's say we have the focus, consistency and the discipline. And it's the discipline of putting the the, the non-negotiable steps in our diary to make sure that we do the things that we need to do, that we schedule our emails, our social media, our sales follow up that we schedule our meetings, that we schedule our emails, you know, that we do all of these things and we create non-negotiable slots for us to execute these plans. For example, this podcast, this podcast is being done in my window. This is why when someone rang up and the podcast ended, I had to continue. Couldn't have time to re-record it because this is the commitment I've made to myself and my business and that I'm going to show up and do a podcast at this particular time um, this particular day, it's in my diary, it's non-negotiable. That is cons- the consistency. So that's, you know, the focus is doing the pod, wanting to do the podcast, making sure that I can add value to it, the prep, the plan, the consistency is, is turning up and the discipline is doing the podcast and the consistency is posting it and making sure that it goes out weekly. Those three things compound. They grow and develop and they give you more back. People listen to it, they share it, more ears hear it, and so on and so on and so on. Inconsistency destroys trust. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things that we must make sure that we do. And if you're going to, your marketing, your commitment, your commitment to yourself, put it in the diary, make sure that you do it. Because then you know that you're going to grow. And people still say, oh, I don't know what to talk about. There's so much content out there. I mean, this is what we're going to talk about next week is content generation. There is so much content. There's so many things that you can be talking about um, that you should never, ever run out of content because everything that you do is an opposition, a prop, a opportunity to create valuable content that communicates to your client base, that communicates to your um Existing customers, your new customers, your friends or family shares everything that you're doing. Uh, you just need to get familiar with t- telling stories. And you know what? I know sometimes these sorts of things aren't particularly comfortable, but you know what? They get better over time. Um, I'm warming into podcasts. You know, this is what the fifth one. Um, still slightly alien, but you know, we're coming, we're getting into it. Hopefully they're getting better. They're getting better for me, easier to do. Hopefully the value is increasing 
and you know you're getting what you need out of all of this so so there we go um so a shorter one this week um and as i said next week what i'm going to talk to you about is is content now there are sort of five kind of levels or five um content assets that i think you need um to have in your arsenal um content as i say are assets they're your marketing assets and you need to sweat them and without them it's going to be difficult for you to communicate effectively on how you are going to you know what you do and who you do it for so next week we're going to talk about content i'm going to introduce you to that the five um types and also introduce you to um some analysis called ZMOT, and it stands for the Zero Moment of Truth. Um, and this is a piece of analysis that was done by Google in 2015 that really looked at how people purchase and people buy online. So, um, so next week we're going to dig in a little bit more, talk about um, the how, you know, give you some some tactics and some tips, some real executable stuff. I know the last um, few podcasts we've talked a little bit theoretical. Um, given some real foundations and some insight into, you know, the philosophies behind the set of entrepreneurs and they've introduced you to, you know, one of our friends. Um, and next week we're definitely going to drill into some real meat. So make sure you have a pen and a bit of paper with you, um, and a clear brain, uh, just a sheet, a couple of sheets of A4 paper. And at the end of next week, my commitment to you is that you will have uh, a little bit of a content plan to enable you to take the philosophy and culture uh, of your business and communicate it to as many people as you possibly can. So that's it for this week. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Bye now. Subscribe now for tips, insight and stories to enhance, empower, educate and elevate your business to new heights.